Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrum! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 195 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. My name is Drew. We are your host of the PWT cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast and Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Uh, last week, myself and Drew did an episode on Moana and uh, a very fun episode. You know, it's sort of uh, about uh, halfway through turns into a few different podcasts on this uh, <laughs> Patreon network of ours. Um but very fun nonetheless, and uh, you know, it's I'm saying it's it's definitely led me to wanting to to watch a few more of these Disney movies, um, which I'll touch on in just a bit right now. Uh, but later on this week, over at Patreon, uh, myself and Matt Nix will be talking Indiana Jones uh, and the first one. I forget the. <laughs> and the first one. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the first one. I forget the. Uh, it's not the Crystal Skull. And uh, is it Raiders? Sure, one of them. It's is it Indiana Jones Temple one. of Doom. Yeah, I don't know. Those are those are those are like movies I never really got yeah. into. Yeah, it will be my first time watching, so you'll get to hear. I mean, it's one of, like I I get the gist, you know, giant rock. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> taking the idol and putting something of equal weight on, you know, where it yeah. was. I get it. I've I've. I've seen pop culture for a while. Why? Why, why is it got to be snakes? You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, fuck. <sighs> I forget his name. This is his Harrison dad. Ford. No, I know Harrison Ford. In the in the movies, what's uh, Sean Connery? Sean Connery right? plays his dad, I believe, in one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Elijah. Uh, uh, Elijah. No, is it Elijah? No, what's his name? The little boy from Transformers is in one of them. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Well, hey, listen, you'll hear a lot more. <laughs> it'll, lot be put, it'll be put together a lot more. Uh, <laughs> for patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Uh, go ahead and sign up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, over then, again, I mentioned uh, Disney. You can even now with uh, Indiana Jones, now that it is a Disney property. Now that Disney bought out Fox. Uh, over at uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box, myself and Drew will be talking uh, some of our favorite Disney songs. You know, again, yeah. a, a little bit of a Disney kick. And uh, so, yeah, so we're going to be talking uh, some Disney songs, which it's fun. It's one of those, like, I feel like, specifically with the ones we picked, it's just like they're all they're all number one draft picks, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Like it's almost it's 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 an embarrassment of riches when it comes to some of these Disney songs. And I'm sure there's some of these newer ones, like with some of these newer Disney movies that have good songs. You know, I mean, we do have honestly for the most part, it's we haven't recorded the episode yet, but based on what we've picked, um, it's a lot. It's like a lot of classics, and then two newer ones. You know. Yeah. Um. So that should be fun. But uh, yeah, and hey, happy uh, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers listening. Uh, the day this comes out, it's yes. Juneteenth, so happy Juneteenth, and uh, happy belated Father's Day as well um, to all the fathers out there, all the fathers, all the single moms. If you're a parent, if you're a father figure in anyone's life, you know, maybe you're just like a cat yeah. dad, you know, Frank Frank <laughs> yeah. Spahig, you know, he's a he's a cat dad. We made him a, a, a wonderful shirt. I had to break into his car while at work to go leave his present in there for his wife to uh, to, to get in later from the car. It was very Mission Impossible-esque. Please tell me you at least had keys and like you weren't using like a coat. No, I broke his window. No, yeah, I did. I, yeah. <laughs> thank, thankfully, he was very busy. Run, he was very busy running the, 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 the retail store that reopened up this week. Uh, you are... Uh, I like to think that you fucking you called Safe Light to replace the windshield, but before you did that, you broke the windshield out because <laughs> they show up wherever you are. Uh, you know what? Safe Light's actually pretty fucking pricey. Like it, it's one of yeah. those. Uh, I last year, last year around this time, or maybe a little bit later, I I mm. wound up. Uh, I had a crack in my. Um, uh, in my windshield and so i was just like oh fuck yeah. i need to replace this goddamn thing and i tried safe light and it was like okay sure twelve hundred dollars or like some ridiculous price where i was like what i went down this i went down the street to like the an actual like auto body shop and they did it the next day for uh 300 card or 200 cash and i said ma'am i'll be there at eight in the morning with 200 cash like it was <laughs> ridiculous like how much safe light wanted to fucking charge me and even then it was like well we can't come out today it was like a tuesday they were like well we can come out friday and i was just like well no so obviously this show is not brought that don't you. make no sense <laughs> yeah, yeah, this like show obviously light. yeah not brought to you by by safe light um but that's just to say again happy father's day to, to all you guys to wes allen you know yeah that guy loves being a andrew dad. liner andrew liner you know, I think those are all our friends. I mean, he's not a dad per se, but he is a daddy, Kevin Aldridge. Oh, he's a daddy, right. <laughs> Um, Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, Daniel Solarzno. I'm just going through the jabroni, you guys. Yeah, every- I think Bonesaw's a dad, too. I don't know. Anyone, yeah, anyone who listens who, who's a father, shout out to you guys. Um, yeah. Dude, I'm... I'm so exhausted. It's it's it, but it's weird. It's weird in that it's like a, a post wrestling uh, exhaustion. Not in that I'm tired of John Pollock and Wei Ting. Uh, love those two gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, no. In as much as yesterday was the first episode of Collision, and uh, it was fucking fun, man. Like it's I don't I don't think I'd been to a live wrestling show since Full Gear. Um, at least in AEW, and I think I might have been at like a freelancer or something. Um, 
but I just hadn't I haven't been to you know to live AEW show, and it was one of those things where the last time it was it was so weird it was such a different vibe because again obviously one the United Center is just is such a cool fucking venue, um, but also it's like the last time they were in Chicago was when uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny were mocking CM Punk that a lot of people seem to conveniently forget the open mockery of that yeah um but it was just like one of those where it was like weird it was weird being at like an AEW show without punk there and uh you know it was like there was a lot of there was a lot of chit chat and chatter online about like is he gonna get booed and stuff because there's like other places where he had gotten booed and it's like well this is chicago you know like this is his fucking place yeah you know like they're not gonna boo him and even then like even before because of course before the show they they taped some ring of honor matches um in place of elevation and dark uh like now they were taping ring of honor matches and uh with that they showed like the prom the punk promo video and some people were there was again maybe like a very small contingent of people that like we're uh, fucking making some ruckus but it was for the most part honestly like everyone fucking cheered him like as soon as soon as that that last ring of honor match taped and you know uh adasha comes out and she's like all right guys you know we're, we're going live like here's tony khan and tony khan comes out and he tells everyone how much great and how much how everything's gonna be so much fun like the place was fucking wild and you know and and again to me it was cool like again there's there's been a lot of on like again there's never a week honestly where we're fucking the discourse isn't about fucking cm punk and brawl out and the elite and stuff like that uh specifically this week where there was like that espn article where punk was talking about you know like oh like like everything that happened and you know and, and to be fair you know it's like I don't feel like a lot of people really read through that ESPN article. Like, uh, there were some things, at least to me, that were kind of people were being picking and, you know, they're picking and choosing what they read and what they didn't. You know, like, there's specifically the part where he's just like, hey, man, there's these reoccurring issues that I've addressed that con- that have sort of just gone by the wayside. You know, a lot of people like to focus on, like, you know, he's like, hey, Hangman was too stiff with me. And everyone's like, oh, he's a fucking pussy now. He's Hangman Page. It's too bro. And it's just like, you know, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I think Samoa Joe said it best where it's just like, these are grown men with issues that, like, don't concern me. And so it's like they'll figure it out because they're fucking grown men. Um, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It was sort of just, like, weird where, again, everyone was just like, oh, great. Like, now everyone, oh, now everyone's going to hate CM Punk because you said, you know, that Hangman Page was too stiff with him, which, like, you know, hey, to fucking his credit, like, again, if you have a shitty coworker, like, that doesn't mean that they're shitty to everyone, <laughs> you know? We've yeah. all had coworkers who are, you know, who are shitty to us, but not necessarily shitty to everybody else, you know? And again, that doesn't make him a bad person, but it's just like, hey, yeah, these two these two coworkers don't get along. That's fine, um, and so that's why it sort of made things interesting for like, what the fuck is Punk gonna say when he comes out? You know, like literally, I remember like my, earlier in the week, like me and Ryan, we were like, we were discussing everything, and it was one of those like, like what? Like he has to he has to say some he has to fucking say some fucked up shit, you know? Like in in 
in in as much as like something to get everyone talking. Like it would have been really like sort of just blah. If he came out and was just like, "Hey guys, uh, what do you guys want to talk about?" You know. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, I mean, it, to me, I thought that fucking promo was awesome. Like there are so many fucking things where it's like, first off. Uh, these fickle fans who are all booing CM Punk, who are chanting "fuck the elite," you know? Yeah. It was like one of those. Uh, famously, if you watch the uh, the, uh, the episode of Being the Elite uh, that week, you know, there's uh, there's there's someone we all know who's carrying, uh, you know, Michael's five year old son in his arms and screaming "fuck the elite," and Brandon Cutler zooming in on him, you know, some guy that we know, and uh, someone, someone we know, someone we know very well. Um, but it's like one of those things where I was like, no, fuck that. Like, yeah, again, it's, it's Chicago, baby. Like, uh, and yeah, I don't know to me, like, how did the promo come across to you? Cause again, you said, you know, you only watched it on TV and stuff. Like how egregious were you expecting him to get? And do you feel, do you feel he, he went far enough or didn't go far enough? No, I think, you know, obviously, and you know, with, and this is all going off of like, John and Way, like they, you know, they keep a keep a good job. They, you know, they kind of went over the what is his name, Mike Ramundi or whatever from ESPN, like that interview. And considering he didn't get too far into that, and considering like Tony's interview with Post last week, like I kind of figured it wasn't really going to get into it because, like, even even like a an answer or a question that really is pretty fucking safe and isn't like, well, what do you think of all this? Like is still getting skirted around. So I, I kind of figured punk wasn't going to actually like come out and fucking address what's supposed to be addressed. And I honestly, I thought it was a good, like he did a good job of just like, like, yeah, we're moving on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's like, this is the fucking belt. I never lost. And, you know, uh, like it just—he's progressing the fucking wrestling, and like, all right, let's let's stop dealing with this fucking backstage bullshit, and let's start to fucking wrestle again because pro wrestling is my fucking life, and it's the only place I feel at home. So, yeah, like very clearly again, he he, and it's funny, it's funny too how like I noticed the like again, I'm someone who I I very closely followed those 434 days of CM Punk as champion, so there's certain mm-hmm. things where it's like. Oh, he shaved his head bald. Hmm. What, what, what? When was the last time this happened? And I was like, well, when he turned heel. You know, and it's like very just there's a lot of things that's like he's sort of repeating. But, of course, it's like, yeah, in Chicago, you're going to be the biggest fucking baby face. You know, same way. MJF, whenever he's in Long Island, that guy could kill a puppy on stage and people would fucking cheer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, there again, very much it's like, hey, if if – we're going to do the Bucks versus, you know, the Bucks and Kenny versus CMFTR. I mean, shit. You know, one Bill Phil saying he's the one, you know, <laughs> he's the one true uh, yeah. fucking whatever it is amongst a bunch of counterfeit Bucks. Baby, there's your tagline for fucking, you know, there it is. There's your fucking yeah. video package and stuff like that. And, yeah, I got very much the same. Like, it was cool hearing him, yeah, sort of address the, the MJF scenario. And as much as, like, he's right, he never lost the belt, you know, got stripped of it, never mm-hmm. never technically lost it. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll just be interesting to see where they go with that. Like, again, I was 
and I, I don't know, I'm I guess I don't know I'm in a weird spot where it's just like uh you know post match CM Punk comes up to Frank and I and says he loves us you know so it's like oh I think <laughs> you know so it's like okay I think we're friends yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know and so it's one of those yeah. where it's like again listen CM Punk come out and fucking step on a puppy and I would be like fucking yeah. throwing up my fucking exes, you know, calling them the best in the world. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Wes. I would not cheer a puppy being stepped on. Um, unless, I mean, you unless, wouldn't be. You'd be cheering CM Punk. I'd be cheering CM Punk, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was cool. It was fun, you know. And I think again, it was it was the proper way to sort of. Because even Frank was like, wait, what the fuck? He's like, why is he coming out first if he has a match later? And I was like, I mean, you have to, like, there was no other way he could have fucking started that show. Because otherwise, Mm -hmm. like, the show would have been hijacked, you know? Like, it just instantly would have been fucking hijacked. And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty fun show overall. Like, again, at least being there, like, I'm not going to go match by match or, or anything like that. Um, it was a lot of fun heckling of Christian, you know, because of course we had that, <laughs> you know, it was a bunch of us right there in the front row and stuff like that. So a bunch of us were heckling Christian, which is always fun. Like I love, I genuinely love Christian. Like he's someone yeah. that like, you know, I mean, I listen, I'm part of the Christian coalition. If you listen to last week's episode of Scrump and Drew's music <laughs> box, uh, That's in right. which we talked, you know, wrestling theme songs. Um, but it, that was fun. Um, seeing Miro come back. I, I, I was cool i admittedly ran to the bathroom because i just i need to piss so bad um gosh what else happened oh there you know there's a really fucking cool moment where uh when which in which the acclaimed came out and so mm-hmm. uh earlier in the day michael michael Hereda, he was there and he had his son matthew matthew who's now i believe like five maybe six years old um you know his son uh he's a big wrestling fan so he went backstage you know took pictures with a bunch of the wrestlers and stuff like that he had like a little replica belt a bunch of them signed it for him it was really cool and uh the acclaim you know that they come out and max caster sees matthew and fucking you know goes up to him takes off his fucking big big fucking acclaimed chain gives it to matthew uh and you know they scissor him and stuff like that it was cool it was fun it was very you know bright heart giving a kid their glasses and it, you know yeah. and, and it's those sort of moments where as much as it is fun like who beat up who backstage allegedly and you know who's got beef with who like <laughs> while all that stuff is going on i also think it's pretty awesome when you see like that like a kid he, like matthew's gonna fucking remember that you know like yeah he's gonna see max caster you know 10 years from now to fucking you know at one of those like wrestle cons and be like dude when i was a fuck you know that was thank you you did that like that's a that's a really cool yeah. thing that he's gonna remember um a- another fun moment for me in which uh i had to, to pick sides though was uh the return of andrade um who fucking looked yeah. jacked holy shit this guy just him him and fucking uh buddy matthews jesus christ are these two men just giant muscles with like they they look like it, it, like it looks like someone got their like anime figures and are just play fighting with them um mm-hmm. but yeah there was uh buddy matthews versus uh andrade which of course was uh like all the guys in the front row sitting with us you know they all had their mexican flag out and they're waving it um and then of course led to me fucking going and being, hey 
I was like, "Fuck Mexico, House of Black." Yeah, you know, I had to, I had to disown being Mexican for for a match because you know I was like, if anything, I'm House of Black before I am Mexican. Um, wow. But also, I just needed a cheer for you know, like it was one of those things where like. Yeah. I was like, I was like, like they were cheering, they were booing Julia or whatever because she was in front of us, and I was like, no, fuck them, House of Black forever, and you just gave me, you know, we just gave each other the nod, like she knew what the fuck was going on, um, but they had a fucking awesome match, like those two dudes, like, like they had worked in WWE before, obviously, and uh, yeah. dude, it was like <laughs> that was the one, like I think at one point someone got legit injured, and then someone was like injured because you had both doc yeah. samson and another one of the ref with one of the the medical staff in there which led to a very funny uh uh it was like um like a let's go doctors yeah it was like let's right? go doctors yeah and <laughs> it was just a really fucking good match really cool match at one point they both used each other's finishers um you know they used their their wives respected finishers wives girlfriends you know whatever <laughs> the, with the prism and the figure eight which was really cool. And, uh, of course, afterwards, you know, my boys, you know, the rest of the House of Black come out and fucking uh, wreak havoc. You know, fucking Brody yeah. King, which, uh, like, of course, Brody King comes out and I started the, ooh, ooh, ooh. He has that, like, dog fucking thing everyone does, um, which I kept doing. Kinda, it kind of makes me think if, uh, you know, Andrade is gonna like you know maybe get some friends for Forbidden Door, and as I just did a visual thing, but you know, well, I'm, doing the night or Naito sign. So, so see, funny enough, like he might be able to get his friends to fight for him because he's one of these people who can't who can't wrestle on Forbidden Door. Oh really? So yeah, so there's there's a thing like earlier in the week where it was like Roosh and Bandito quit Triple A, and so people were like, "Oh shit, they can appear in the Forbidden Door." And I believe, and forgive me if it's not the exact way. So, uh, Triple A, anyone who wrestles for Triple A cannot appear on Forbidden Door because of AEW's relationship with New Japan, because New Japan, um. Deals with CMLL. They have their relationship with CMML, and for those of you guys unaware, CMML was like you know they're the I I believe it's Triple A was around, and then or it was CMML, and then Triple A was like a defective. It was very much the way like uh, pro wrestling. I think Triple A shot off. Yeah, Triple A. Yeah, it was like the very much the same way a bunch of wrestlers defected to pro wrestling Noah and started you know their own company and stuff like that. They kind of left Triple A fucked with like they took Conan, they took a, they took everyone, they took all the young guys, and it was just sort of this like bloated roster of of older, less popular guys. So there's obviously again some sort of beef there. So you know to placate both new japan and, and the relationship with cml it's like triple a wrestlers aren't allowed so you're not going to see penta phoenix like none of those dudes but again like you mentioned andrade could call in naito and his buddies over there you know naito and his pals because it's you know it, it's so weird like so we're a week out from forbidden door and there's still a lot of wrestlers who don't have matches you know, like the House of Blacks don't have matches. 
FTR don't have matches. Uh, none of the BCC. Well, Moxley doesn't have a fucking match. Uh, the Bucks don't have a match. Hangman doesn't have a match. Adam Cole doesn't have a match. Like, there's so many of these, like, big yeah. names um, that it's like, well, <laughs> CM Punk doesn't have a match. You know, like, it's, there's just so many <laughs> of these people where it's like, well, what's going on? Like, is it going to be? Because I remember last year, like, the, that was the one thing where everyone was like, oh, the build kind of sucks to this, which admittedly it did, but it was an awesome card. And, I mean, right now well, it's it, it sucked because – like within like the two weeks before it, like everybody either got injured, sick, or like travel issues. Like it was a, it was just like they got depleted. Like in the like just the two or three weeks before the show. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I, or they just so, uh, you know, they couldn't. They didn't like their contract, so they didn't wrestle for <laughs> six months. <laughs> Yeah, you know it was it was one <laughs> it, it was one thing or the other. Chris Jericho doesn't have a fucking match. Holy shit! Like a lot yeah. of these dudes just don't have matches yet, and so I don't know. Like, is it like maybe that collision will be fucking sort of stacked? Because I mean, even like I so I'm not going to it, but like Dynamite this week is it's pretty stacked. Um, yeah, I mean it 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 could be because. You know they they've sold out for Forbidden Door like really before they even uh, before they even announced anything, but Collision is not doing what they want it to do. So maybe like they're like, well, let's just do like you know make this a fucking powerhouse five five six card you know thing like like because you have like just those two fucking main events. Well, I'm sure neither one is going less than half an hour. So. I mean, you could easily just fill out the rest of the car real quick and then, like, save some of these heavy hitters for uh, the Collision Show, which, you know, apparently is not, you know, moving the best tickets right now. So. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Uh, really quickly, though, I, I did, I sort mm-hmm. of moved on from Collision. Um, yeah, the the Brody thing was fucking cool. The main event though was that was super fun. Like, it, I I think the best match was definitely Andrade versus Buddy. Um, but being there, you know, live for for that main event was awesome. Again, seeing the return of Punk come out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then what I think to me was like the biggest draw was CM Punk and Samoa Joe face to face for the first time since two thousand five. And like the crowd fucking treated it like it, it was it was one of those holy shit moments where they no one had even no one had even touched yet and very much everyone was just already like oh and again just seeing them fucking go at it like it was it was crazy like you know these two who like wrestled in like the smallest shittiest venues are now wrestling in the soul or like almost almost sold out united center um just fucking going at it and stuff like that and like joe is in there fucking giving it to him too like there's one spot where he throws him in the corner something about like you thought adam's chops were hard and he's just god he's just giving it to him (laughs) uh it was pretty badass and and to me too at least it was enough of a tease where um they didn't give it all away and they could yeah. and probably will go back to those two dudes and when that fucking happens like oh man it, sh- it it should be fucking awesome i mean yeah it's like 
you already have like one of the greatest trilogy of matches of all time. So like now you have like all this years of experience behind both of them and like what they can bring to the table now. I just think, especially like even more psychology wise, like you know, because they they are they're gonna have to rely more on that than I mean I guess the other ones always were, but they weren't like doing anything too fucking crazy, but. You know they're gonna have to do a lot less now in their in their uh, you know in their elder 40s. years. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I, yeah, I I I can't imagine. Yeah, they go too crazy. But again, this is also Samoa yeah. Joe, who when he was on that like when he was the TNT champion, he was on that fucking tear. Um, yeah. No, nah, but again, it was, it was fun all around and stuff. Like, and again, yeah, after after the match, of course, um, I shit the picture with the group chat. I haven't posted it yet. Uh, you know, Punk is going around. Oh, a, a real fucking cool moment though was uh, I, I. I know I saw it's like I saw news outlets and stuff picking it up was um, after the match. There's like some kid all the way up in like the two hundreds, and CM Punk has security go and grab him and bring him into the ring. And you know he had a sign that said uh, "Support LGBTQ plus youth." And uh, you know, mm-hmm. Punk brought him in the ring and stuff like that. And you know, he talked very candidly about like how he feels. You know, like about supporting again trans kids gay kids like it just it, they just yeah and uh some fucking weirdos on the internet of course are just like no oh, like oh leave like oh no kids aren't gay like oh stop you're grooming them because they're fucking idiots and that's what you are and i'm sorry if you're listening to this yeah. and you think anything oh, i had a i had a i had a really intelligent coworker of mine tell me that uh the triangle on the pride flag is for uh groomers and dog fuckers so yeah yeah sounds about sounds about right coming from sounds about right for florida sounds about right for florida but probably a lot probably a lot more tame than what he could have actually fucking said to you honestly yeah um yeah but they brought him in and stuff like that the kid was crying it was it was a really fun moment but yeah seeing punk you know went rink went around the ring shaking hands kissing babies uh you know autographing puppies all that fun stuff and he came by me and frank and you know he like pulled us in he's like thank you guys for you know thank you guys for being here i love you guys um which again very weird very surreal i'm just like what when is this uh and then you know we, we, <laughs> we snapped a fun picture one goofy one and then one fun one um i don't think i'll make it the cover art for this because it's not vertical it's horizontal or maybe Maybe it will. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, you know, after that, um, which was become it's just becoming a thing now too. Where uh, again, so Cynthia, my girlfriend, she's mentioned how she wants to start watching wrestling. She's like, you know, like she's mm-hmm. like, because it's just a it's a thing that I'm into and and stuff like that. And uh, all my constant talking and about she, she wants to get me off the podcast. I get it. <laughs> well, no, it's a lot of just like <laughs> she hears me talk about the drama. Like she's like, oh, she's like, so this is kind of just like uh like uh um what do you call it she's like so it's like a mixture of like soap operas and drag shows i was like a hundred percent that is just what it is like <laughs> yeah you know um and now because i'm also always just telling her like uh like all the punk drama and stuff like that like she's like oh my she's like does he like wrestle or is he always just getting into fights with his co-workers and i'm like ah you know a little bit of column a a little bit of column b and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that um but it was just me sort of like retelling it to her very much in the same way when she like watches naruto and she starts telling me and i'm like okay and then what did naruto and sasuke do oh okay like um 
because I'm always like, because I'll, because, and I'll, you know, it's a perfect lead in, but like, I'll talk about like Wes and I'll talk about Brody, and she like confused the two. Like, she thought Brody, she thought Wes was a wrestler, um, and the musician, <laughs> and then thought Bro, I was like, no, 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 I was like, Brody's the wrestler, Wes is the one who lives in Ohio. She's like, oh, okay. Um, which I was like, yeah, you know, you're not far off. Wes and Brody King, you know, kind of a mirror images yeah. of each other. I mean, they're both me- huge fucking MCU guys, so. Yeah, you know, tattooed fathers yeah. that love the MCU. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, Brody King was here, you know, because, again, as you mentioned, we had the uh, soft open relaunch. I don't know what it is <laughs> of, of the store. Uh, the retail store, you know, again, it used to be a, a staple of, uh, you know, your, your, your visit to Chicago and stuff like that. But um, post-pandemic, it was just one of those, like, it wasn't as busy and we ran out of space. Honestly, the amount yeah. of times that we, cause like I, I get one point I was showing uh, Brody and, and Emily, his wife, I was showing them around here, the shop. Cause they hadn't seen the warehouses, warehouses, <laughs> not even just the warehouse, yeah. the warehouses and all that stuff. And I was showing them all that stuff. Cause again, they hadn't seen it for a very long time. And it's a lot of like, yeah, this used to be this. And then we ran out of space, you know? And then this used to be this, and then we ran out of space. It's just a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of shit that we hold very, you know. Uh, yeah, I remember that was that was uh, many key points on the tour you gave me last uh, September. <laughs> this used to this used to be the, this used to be the freelance wrestling school, and then we needed the space. Then this used to be the freelance wrestling school, and then we needed the space. And then this, it's just you know, it, it again, a tale as old as time. Really, this used to be my office, but then we needed the space. <laughs> yeah, it's like now I'm in this one, and I don't know. If we need more space, I don't know where I'm going. I'm probably gonna just record it. I'm gonna have to record in my closet. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Brody was here. You know, he was doing like it was like a, a free meet and greet for like the first two hours and stuff like that. And it was pretty busy. It was pretty packed. There was a lot of people that came through. Uh, you know, got their pictures, got their autographs and stuff like that. And I mean, of course, I'm just I'm just always happy to see you know my friend here and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, it's you, uh, a, your your friend, your friend. But but me 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 my best friend, Brody King. Oh okay. Uh, oh, I didn't know you guys were tight like that. You know, I don't really talk about it. I don't. I feel like yeah. it's sort of like name droppy. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's you know, it's just I don't really have to talk about it. I guess, <laughs> I guess this is me. I guess this is you know. Speaking of soft launch, I guess this is me. You know, hard launching that I'm friends with Brody King. Yeah, I'm also friends I'm just, with Dan Housen. I'm glad it's funny out there, you know. Yeah, I'm also friends with Dan Housen. Really? I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Yeah, huh. old Dan Housen. Uh, you know, spooky and dark and mysterious. But oh, dude, speaking of spooky and dark and mysterious, uh, mm-hmm. Black Mirror is back. Like yes. I, how are are you? Have you watched all the episodes? Or are you sort of just pick and choose guy? No, I've watched. Uh, yeah, I've watched. I I never watched that movie, just because my player at the time didn't allow me to fucking Hardy Boy Adventure that thing. So, uh-huh. um, I I didn't watch that. And then, but that is, I think I've watched everything up to this what latest season that just dropped because I, I just saw that the other day when I turned on the old, you know, bum Netflix. So, uh, Streamberry? I'm trying to catch up on some other stuff first. So. Uh, Streamberry, as it's referred to in uh, in universe, 
Uh, but it's also confusing because there's an app. Ep- like, so I, I've watched the first two episodes. Like, I've watched everything Black Mirror except for last season. The the there was two episodes I didn't watch. There was the Miley Cyrus one, and then the other one. Like, there was the one I saw with uh, uh, where Anthony Mackie and Yaya Abdul Mateen the second are like uh, having sex with each other via video game. Okay. Like that, I saw that one. I didn't watch the other two because I just didn't really care to. Like it was one of those things. Everyone was like, "This season fucking sucked," and I was like, "Yeah, I wasn't crazy about." Uh, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about. I like, mean, I will say it gets a little repetitive. Where it's like, yes, I know AI is is bad. Like, well then, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's so it's one of those things where, uh, like, again, we, you know, me and Cynthia were like, all right, let's fucking let, let's watch this new season, and we watched the first episode, and it, you know, it's sort of like it starts out sort of promising, but towards the end, just starts to suck its own dick, you know. In as much as it's okay. just like. Uh-huh. And especially again when it gets to the ending, I was like, again, I liked the episode until about halfway through, where I was like, mm, "I see what we're doing," and not even fucking beautiful Selma Hike can save this. Like, uh, <laughs> but conversely, though, <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you know, not even beautiful Selma Hike could save it. But uh, then you got around to episode two, and holy shit, was it just? A f- and again. That is a thing. There's a lot of episodes of Black Mirror where it's just like, you know, ooh, technology is spooky and it's evil. <laughs> and this one, I was like, oh, okay, let's sort of let's see what this one's about. Episode two, a, a complete mindfuck. First off, John Hanna of uh, the Mummy, you know, fame, he's in it. So it was one of those things where I was like, all right, I'm already in. And then you go, Podrick, Podrick from Game of Thrones with a very Scottish accent. Hey, that might be offensive. I'm sorry to any of my Scottish listeners out there. Um, yeah, he's in it, and it, dude, it's just like I can't even give. A, I can't even. I can't even talk about the premise, but it's one of those things where it's like, again, I, I'm. I sort of thought things were going one way, and then again, once they get to like, it's funny because there's a there's a thread online uh, on Twitter that's like, oh, what's like, what's your favorite plot twist in a film? And you know, it's people like, oh, uh, this from Seven, and just other movies and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. The plot twist to this, I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh, it's just it was one of the it was very Black Mirror in as much as like the way it was fucked up, and like again, just by the end of it, I was like. It it was it was believable. It wasn't too fucking you know uh, crazy, you know. Because again, th- this is the same show that's had episodes where like there's killer bees, you know, and sort of just like random things of of that nature and stuff like that. Like it's not anything too futuristic or, or sci-fi. Like it, it feels a little bit. It, I mean, it feels honestly very grounded. Like if you ask me, like, mm-hmm. oh, when is this film? Like it's it, it, you could it could it's probably because. That's the thing too with Black Mirror, how it sort of just bounces around all over the place and again in universe. Like, like there's some things like there's a, a poster that there's a, like again. So Streamberry is their version of Netflix, and it's like one of those where you <laughs> catch little Easter eggs. Like, um, like yeah. one of the laptops has a sticker of that little blue bear from that like uh, political episode that they had. 
you know, when they're on Netflix, okay. when they're on Netflix, you know, one of the one of the documentaries is about uh, the guy from Bandersnatch, the 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 choose your own adventure. Another one is yeah. uh, the it's it's a documentary about uh, the British prime minister. You know who had to fuck the pig? Had to fuck the pig. Yeah, like there's just like little like fun Easter eggs in there, like that. You know, like in the they go to a restaurant. There's that the song that plays in every fucking season playing in the background, like just things like that. And I always, I almost, I almost enjoy those more than anything. Like there's the episode mm-hmm. uh, a few seasons back, like the Black Museum, where it's just like uh, this roadside attraction of just random, you know, uh, things that have happened from with within that universe and it's like ah oh, this is so fucked up but i love it oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely check this out though yeah it, it, it's it's worth again it, it's definitely worth fucking checking out because uh i think like it's almost hard now to do like black mirror now that like society sort of the way technology has sort of just embraced the evilness and just full on become yeah. fully evil. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we just, uh, don't care <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, like we're like, yeah, it's fucked up, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, do another thing that's pretty fucked up. And that is, as I was telling you before this, um, uh-huh. Tom Cruise in the battle of fucking there, you know, there are so many memes of like Oppenheimer and Barbie going head to head because, of course, Christopher Nolan's newest, you know, movie uh, starring Killian Murphy, you know, Oppenheimer. You know, that's coming out the same day that uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie is coming out. Um, both of which look good. Like both, I, you know, yeah. I've seen both those trailers, and I'm like, uh, like again, there's there's a lot of memes of like, uh, you know, it's like. Uh, me and my girlfriend showing up to the you know to see Oppenheimer and Barbie you know and it's like someone in all pink and someone in all black and stuff like that and like Cynthia was like oh this is gonna be us and I was like honestly I was like I'd I'd go see Barbie too like you know Greta Gerwig is pretty good at making a movie <laughs> and I'm not one to miss a Ryan Gosling feature but um, right. Tom Cruise is apparently going to IMAX and petitioning to get uh, so Mission Impossible fucking 40 or whatever it is that's coming out is said to also go head to head with those movies and tom cruise is freaking the fuck out because i mean you know it's hard to get people to go out to the movies these days you know the flash you know the the flash dropped this weekend and nobody went to go see it and you know there's a myriad of of scenarios as to why poor cg that it's not poor cg drew that's the way it's supposed to look it's supposed to look bad um you know that was one of the excuses that uh, Andy Muschietti, the the director, was was sort of saying about that, and uh, yeah, just no one really went to go see the Flash, and you know it, it's sort of the same thing right now with like the Transformers movies, where their the the newest one came out and no one really went to go see it, and it's not even these like I don't think it's this franchise fatigue or superhero fatigue or anything like that. I think it's just yeah. like how many times can you do the same fast movie how many times can you do and you know again it's just different factors like no one wanted to go see flash because fuck ezra miller you know he can go fuck himself he's a terrible fucking person um and like just there was so much like no one you know it's just this movie was sort of doomed to fail you know they yeah they should have cut their losses to begin with but they had already put too much money into it 
And again, even like, even what should have been super easy. And as much as they're like, there's a scene where he's going through the speed force and there's all these cameos. And they're like, it looks fucking garbage because it's all CG. Like they didn't get any of the real actors to come in and do anything. Um, but you know, so that, that is all to say that it's sort of hard to get people to go out to the movies. And so, uh, again, with these mission impossible movies, Tom Cruise does his own stunts for almost all of them. I mean, yeah. as much as he can as much as they're like yeah he broke his foot fucking jumping out of a plane um you know you constantly just hear shit like that or he or he held on to the side of a plane very much <laughs> and so yeah you know oppenheimer's gonna be taking probably all the imax screens because that's what christopher nolan movies do and so yeah apparently tom cruise is like going around to IMAX theater, like to IMAX and trying to petition to like no split them or don't give it to them and and it's just it's so funny it's so weird it's just like you know like how political it is almost it, it not even in like the sense of like you know fucking uh like politics politics but as much as like yeah you got the star of the movie going to the fucking head of like imax and like please don't play that stupid oppenheimer movie play my stupid mission impossible movie um yeah so i'm sort of i I think i honestly like i was reading something that was like the barbie movie might just have to fucking move its release date because if mission if if it's battling mission impossible and oppenheimer the same week like it's just it's gonna get fucked again you know like it's pretty expensive like i don't know when the last time you know you guys went to the movies it's pretty expensive i don't know though because i feel like i feel like barbie is just not the same fucking audience as those other two so oh but well i see but it wouldn't even be that i like yeah no it'd be different audiences but it's just as, as far as screens like there just won't be as many screens like so so when I worked at the movie theaters, we had six giant like stadium seating auditoriums or yeah, four of them. I'm sorry. There was four of them, four major releases. So in the instance that there was an Oppenheimer and a Barbie, you know, it's like, oh, theaters, uh, you know, uh, one in tw- one in 12 have Oppenheimer, 13 and 14 have Barbie because hardly there's hardly ever that many blockbusters that come out at the same time like it just it fis- fiscally it doesn't make sense you know yeah. like you're not going to release I, it, you're just not going to do that so if that if that's I, the, should, I, I just think uh honestly like i mean i know i guess you know i guess imax is going in on the oppenheimer but as far as like regular screens like i feel like oppenheimer is going to get let, like it's a known movie but like most people don't even know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's so many people that like, don't give a shit. So I think it would good, but people, Oh, mission impossible. You know, fucking all those dad, dads out there, fucking dad, what dad movie in and up, you know, dude, Wes like, is going to drag action movie fucking and this, Ashley, oh, and the yeah. kids there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't appreciate cinematography. Like, you know, like we do. And like Oppenheimer and like that storytelling, so you know he just wants to see explosions and stuff, and he's going to get that out of Mission Impossible. So I think that's what's like. I don't know. Like even though Oppenheimer is definitely the fucking probably going to be the better movie of all three of those, it just won't get the time because 
that's not it's it's like wrestling you know that doesn't matter like uh you know fucking put this in wwe terms not AEW, but you know like the ronda rousey's gonna get the big match not the two people that are the best fucking workers so like that it's just like yeah we know we know becky is the hottest person we have but people know this name more Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be the same thing. Like people know Barbie, people know Mission Impossible. What the fuck is Oppenheimer? Like, is that the is that a, some sort of uh, I don't know? See, it's it's car cool. movie. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> no, it'll be yeah. I I, I get it. You know, because yeah, I'm like I'm very much a movie nerd. You know, yeah. So I, like, I well, to put it like Oppenheimer. Yes, work rate wise. Is going to be the best movie. Oppen- Oppenheimer. <laughs> Oppenheimer is your Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Uh, yes. While like Mission Impossible is uh, the, the Usos Brock versus Goldberg. The Usos versus the Bloodline, <laughs> which I'm yeah. finally they finally pulled the trigger on that, and all I could think yeah. of is, huh? Why does Roman Reigns need three of those title belts? <laughs> it's almost as it's almost as if one person could benefit from that but <laughs> i won't say anything more about that i'm sorry i don't i don't need steve gross weed to hear me rant uh anymore about <laughs> my problems with the usos uh, man i actually I've, I've recently started to think that you have a fucking uh oh god what's the what's the word is it not suiting them um What's the word for uh, like a you know a pen name? A pen name? Is it a pseudonym? I'm not, I mean pseudonym. Yeah, but there's an actual. No, I think it would be. There's an actual word for it. Um, but like I, I, I think you're writing in all these forms as Jermaine from Chicago, fucking Mister not liking, you know, hating hating the DC DCU. No, he loves no he. Rain. No, he loves the DCU. Does he? Yeah, he loves the DCU specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I fuck those movies. I got invited <laughs> twice this week, and I was like, "No, thank you. I'm okay. I'll go on tic- I'll go on TikTok and see it." Um, fuck. What the fuck? I wasn't. Yeah. Uh. Fuck. I don't know. No, I was we're talking about the movies, movies, the triple threat match in the movies, Bloodline. Oh yeah, but hey, I don't know if you saw. Apparently, Carlito's coming back. I mean, he already came back. Well, so, no, there was a like. I think he's coming back like full time. <laughs> uh, there, because there, there was a thing. You know, I I was I guess it was like a post uh, backlash. You know, there was obvious like interest in him. Like he looked good. Um, and this is the second time because there was another time where he came back. I think it was like at the Rumble or something. Um, and he looked fucking jacked. He looked great, but he obviously didn't resign. This yeah. was after. This is around the time of one of those brand splits. One of the thirteen that we've had in the last four four years. Um, but he got pulled from a bunch of indie shows, and I guess they were like, "Yeah, it's because he's going to WWE." And um, per uh, friend of the show, John Cena, you know, he had posted that. Um, what do you call it? He uh, he 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 wrestled at the, the House of Glory show uh, this past weekend, and um, afterwards got on the mic and just said, "The rumors are true." So, you know, should be fun. Hmm. Like I'm someone again. Uh, Carlito to me he was someone who he came I remember the vignettes 
uh, mm-hmm. when he was debuting. And of course, you know, he's the one who gets, you know, him and Jesus, you know, stab John Cena in a nightclub, you know, and so John Cena has to take a few weeks off, totally not to film the Marine, but because he got stabbed in the kidney, you know, by, uh, yeah. by Jesus. And, uh, you know, take, I believe he took the US title from him and stuff like that. Like, he was just, he was a character I very much enjoyed and was like, oh man, this guy's going to be fucking cool. And, wound up being not the case and stuff like that but uh i i don't know personally i'd be very happy to see uh you know carlito come by come back i won't be watching oh, yeah. but i'll be i'll have fun hearing the john way recap it <laughs> yeah he's uh i mean he's 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 fun yeah i i, I he's, he's not like he was part of the like the era i wasn't really watching so like um I don't have much to say about Carlito, except you know, welcome back. Um, oh shit! I didn't talk about. It. I might have. I don't remember if I talked about it last week or not. So forgive me, as I'm gonna talk about it anyway. But uh, this Deadpool three movie, you know, um, it had mm-hmm. got it had gotten uh, like people talking in as much as they're bringing back Hugh Jackman. You know, that was a thing. Like, oh, they're bringing back Hugh Jackman. You know, that that's pretty cool and stuff like that. Uh, again, especially considering. <laughs> The way the movie ends, you know, the last Deadpool 2 is he's hopping around via the multiverse. You know, he takes Cable's fucking time traveling thing and he's hopping around different multiverses. Like, uh, you know, he he kills the 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 Fox version of Deadpool, the original one. You know, he he goes to Ryan Reynolds and tells him not to film Green Lantern. Like, it's a lot of tongue, you know, like tongue in cheek fucking jokes and stuff like that. Well, apparently the TVA that we were introduced to via Loki are not going to be happy about that. And they're going to be, you know, heavily involved in this next one. So it was like, Oh cool. You know, let's see the integration and stuff like that. But it came out this week. Apparently like, again, if you were a fan of the Fox franchise, which I have a very love hate relationship with it. Um, mm-hmm. like this movie is supposed to be the no way home, like Spider-Man, no way home in terms of like, a lot of stories are going to get paid off. You're going to see a lot of things you didn't um, with all those different X-Men, you know, which okay. I think is really fun because, you know, th- there's this big Secret Wars movie that they're doing, which is essentially it's going to be like everyone, any if there's anyone who's ever been a superhero in anything Marvel related ever, if you're alive or not canceled, like you're, you're in and – there's a lot of those fucking Fox people. A lot of those fucking Fox people that you can bring in, you know? Like, why Like, why should you have to choose between, like, oh, do we bring in James McAvoy or Patrick Stewart? Fuck it. Bring them both in. Like, you know, it's like you have the capabilities to sort of do that because it's, like, different universe, different, you know? And I know some... I don't know about you. Like, I know a lot of people are tired of, like, the fucking multiverse shtick. You know, like, it's sort of a gimmick uh-huh. that people have gotten tired of. Um this sort of just happens every few years where it's like now everyone's doing a vampire movie and it's like yay it's like oh no 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 no, no. vampires suck now we're doing zombies and it's like yay it's like oh okay no no more vamp now more vampires or 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 zombies now it's superheroes it's like okay wait 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 wait. now it's just superheroes but what if they were evil and it's like oh you know, like it's just it happens, and like multiverses <laughs> is the thing that everyone's sort of into now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was a huge fan of of those 
uh, Deadpool movies. The, the you know one and two, especially yeah. the second one because it's got the little yeah, boy yeah, from yeah. Hunt for the Wilder People. From what? Hunt for the Wilder oh, okay. People. Okay. Yeah, it's uh yeah they're 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 fun movies and I guarantee this one will be too. I mean, it's uh you know I don't know they're always. I, I don't I don't know how they could disappoint to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, it's also it's like Deadpool isn't a serious character. You know, like there's a lot of like, oh, you're yeah. ruining the integrity of Deadpool. It's like, what integrity? Like they're not like they're they're not serious grounded movies. Yeah. In the slightest bit, like, hey, you know what happens in the second one? He gets ripped in half by Juggernaut and has to regrow his legs and has little baby legs. Like you know, it's it's like it's one of those things where it's like don't take this more serious than it has to be. Like it's just it it shouldn't, and it's it's not. Like I I, I promise you, it's yeah. not that fucking serious. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, plus there's a multiverse where his legs is now grown another top of his body, right? Yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. No, there's fucking te- two Deadpool's out there. <laughs> um. Yeah, but again, hey, uh, you know, uh, if you if you haven't got enough of us, uh, Wednesday, you know, we'll be dropping uh, Scrum and Drew's music box. We're gonna be talking our favorite Disney songs. Again, that one should yeah. be a fun one. We, um, again, I, I feel like it's a good collection of like classics, and then you know, like some modern ones thrown in there as well. Yeah. Um, what do you guys got going? Oh on? yeah, will be. What do you guys got going on this week over at the at the Draft Pod? Uh, well, since it was Father's Day this week, we decided to get, uh, you know, talk fathers with, uh, our, uh, you know, our, our local barber, um, Shane Lindegren. He will be, uh, we're coming on and we're going to, we're going to talk about, like, if there's one thing dads are known for, I feel like it's mustaches. <laughs> so we're going to be drafting the most iconic mustaches of all time. I got to say, you guys last week did the discontinued food ones. And yeah. uh, first off, fuck you guys because I one I, I I listened to it after I'd already eaten lunch, but I still at one point had yeah. to walk over to Seven Eleven and get some snacks because I got hungry again. Um, but it was funny because um, again I'm like listening to it, and it's one of those where again like you guys that could totally be a whole series in a series in it of itself. Like yeah. there's just so much. The one that you guys didn't mention that I I forgot to. Uh, mentioned it last week was did you ever have the and i i bring this up all the time did you ever have the wings for mcdonald's no there was a brief period in like 2011 2012 maybe where they had wings Uh and they were pretty fucking good like for mcdonald's wings like they were actually pretty fucking good they had a nice like little well that's what i feel about like like checkers is like surprisingly has some pretty good wings. Like they're not great, but for well, rallies for you guys. No, we have checkers. we have checkers. Oh, you do? Yeah, there's a checkers. I just get diarrhea every time I've had it. Yeah. Oh, okay, but yeah, but for fast food wings, I'm always like, wow, this is actually pretty good. Like, it's, so man, McDonald's did that first though. Yeah, there's always like random ones. Like I like you know, like McDonald's had a pizza. Like, did you ever try the Burger King hot dog? No. Wasn't great. I don't, 
you know, and, yeah, yeah, and it was so it was funny because so you were talking about like the snack wraps, and those essentially yeah. what it was was it was a McDonald's chicken select, you know, with fucking lettuce and cheese in there, and I loved those chicken yeah. select. Like they got rid of them right around the same time for whatever reason, and I remember they yeah. at some point brought them back, and it just it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same because like I've always talked about the old Burger King nuggets. You said they used yeah. the Burger King nuggets used to taste how the chicken fries taste now okay yeah and it's just like it's just one of those things where i'm like i'm gonna for the rest of my life i'm gonna be chasing a high that i can no longer get you know (laughs) yeah it's just like this is a high that i can never get back again um you know i don't i i don't know you know i I might have to fucking perform dark magic or something like i might have to sell my soul to the devil or maybe on like a lesser note it's just like ask I, I don't know. Ask friends of ours or or whatever if if they can get their hands on on some of these Burger King chicken nuggets from the past from from yesteryear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. And I got I got a few friends actually. I think we could ask. And uh, of course, I'm talking about the the wonderful patrons of the show. Um, you oh just, yeah, yeah. You just, they they're connected. They're connected. You know, that's yeah. one thing. They're very connected. Um, you yourself can sign up and be a patron for as low as five bucks over at patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Um, and you, you know, uh, tons of perks, you know, uh, you just ask uh, wonderful friends of the show, like Clifford Frazier, Clifford Frazier, who I saw uh, at his autograph meet and greet with Brody King. I literally opened the door and there were my two, f- two of my favorite people, Brody King and Clifford Frazier. Um <laughs> Another uh, favorite of mine, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, who we'll be seeing, you know, up and close, you know, and live and in live and living color, or is that or live in color? Is it living color? Live and in living color. Yeah. Live and in living color. Um, someone that I get to see live and in living color a lot, Jonathan Mayer. Uh, as well as Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, Anthony Torres, my Godfather Jesus. Get Jesus. Happy Father's Day, Jesus. Uh, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, um, Little Patrick Swayze, Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, and of course, Darren Kissler. Is Darren a father? Yes. Oh, happy Father's Day. Father of two. Father yeah. of two. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, happy Father's Day to him as well as uh, any other fathers. I don't, I don't know how many other fathers we have in that group. Oh, maybe one or two. <laughs> I don't know. Let me know. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, uh, later in the week. Um, and I have already reached out about getting artwork made um, for Scrump and Juice Music Box. So, um, okay. Yes, that got back to me. But I have reached out. <laughs> so, hopefully, yeah, something sooner rather than later. Uh, but I got a, a new episode this Wednesday talking about our favorite Disney songs. Go ahead and check out last week's episode. Where we're talking uh, some of our favorite modern wrestling theme songs of active wrestlers. Um, and then Friday on the Patreon, myself and Matt Nix talking Indiana Jones. And, uh, yeah, that, that's, uh, you know, check out the draft pod as well. And Yeah, um, check us out. Yeah. And, yeah, that should be it. So thank you guys for listening. And uh, for the PWT cast this week, I've been Scrump. I have been Drew. And this is a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.